0: initial thoughts on the latest high-intensity interval training book. Hey folks, contrary to popular belief, interval training has been around for a very long time. And I know I've talked about interval training on a number of shows. However, uh, what I want to do today is really talk about one of the best resources that I've seen come out in, in, in years, maybe ever, and it really relates to the science behind high-intensity interval training which really continues to evolve as our understanding of the mechanisms and the application have expanded now the major limitation has been the lack of a single source or reference for utilizing high-intensity interval training or HIT, effectively fortunately athletes and coaches now have such a resource available with the release of the science and application of high-intensity interval training, written and edited by Paul Larson and Martin Bukite with contributions from the world's leading experts, coaches, and researchers on HIT and its application to specific sports. All right, so rather than go through and do this full book review, I'm simply going to make my short pitch to you and then talk about one of the key aspects that's outlined in the book and and simply put my pitch here is that if you're interested in understanding the why of hit and developing hit that is effectively tailored to specific sports needs then this book is a must okay and it's only maybe about eighty dollars if you get the hard copy if you get the e-copy it's a little bit less Uh, you can find it through human kinetics maybe less on Amazon but uh, pulling from the book, one of the very helpful aspects is that they clearly denote what your desired stress or load is on the body. So they go through this and they're talking about uh, what you want to develop with your HIIT session. Do you want to develop your aerobic engine okay, or VO2 max? Are you trying to train your anaerobic or glycolytic capacity? Okay, Is that important? Uh, and equally important, how much load do you want to place on the neuromuscular system, uh, and that's really that that ability to produce power, but also the, the the localized strain on the muscles. Okay, or is it really a combination? These are key questions to ask and answer before you start doing your session, particularly if. Uh, an athlete is in season or coming into the session after recent training loads or you have some other training load that is coming up you you really need to know this because how you structure that that interval training can not only uh, impact the effectiveness of it but also impact the other training sessions and your risk for injury So while the former two of those are really easy to relate to, the latter is really often ignored. And so if I get back to what I was talking about, uh, you know, again, we all kind of understand the aerobic and the anaerobic systems, but that neuromuscular system is really more complicated and can place us uh, at increased risk for maybe a, a, a muscle strain or an injury. However, if you balance the areas uh, and simply review kind of the major tenets of a training session, most notably the length of the interval, the length of the rest period, i.e. work-to-rest ratio, and the intensity of the actual interval, you can really kind of mitigate that. And if you're kind of wondering uh, what all the puzzle pieces are there, Jan Lemaire's website, YLMS Sports Science, is a great great place to go to but he highlighted this in kind of a a a review of the 12 uh, puzzle pieces of interval training and i'll post up a link in the uh the show notes in the website to check out that infograph now as a whole it's very difficult to convey all of what is in this book and uh even multiple tip so i hope to offer up a series of tips over the next few months on how you can kind of prescribe your specific intervals. But I'll also be working to talk with one or two of the authors. Suffice it to say, my general tips here are really going to pull from the textbook and get you thinking about how you want to structure that. And really number one, HIT isn't some haphazard torture session that you hope to yield results. Specific intervals can lead to specific planned results. How long those intervals are, how long the rest period is, how long your e- or how hard your effort is, and how many intervals you do are really kind of the, the basic starting points. And these all interact, okay? Just a really quick case in point, if you go longer in your interval, your intensity is going to come down, all right? And just like a good soup, just throwing more shit into your soup is going to make it taste better. Okay, so just throwing more and more intervals or more different types of intervals and I've seen coaches have all sorts of different work to rest ratios all in the same session and it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense and a lot of times it just causes more confusion from an adaptive standpoint. Number two, intervals are hard but they're not necessarily maximal. So how hard the interval is, again, depends on what you want to achieve but if max power is what you want then all out is what you need to do, but you're going to have to do a long rest period in order to get multiple intervals, otherwise you're just going to dig yourself in a hole. If improving VO2 max and or lactate threshold is really your objective for the training, then you need to be at or near VO2 max for an extended period of time, and that time we have actually know is about 10 minutes. All right, so if you want to improve your VO2 max, you've got to accrue and, you know, uh, add up time at about 10 minutes to improve that. Now, whether that is 2 to 5 minutes or 30 to 60 second intervals, doesn't really matter from a VO2 max standpoint, but the length of your interval can influence other factors in your training. Number three, rest is best, as in focus on going as easy as possible between intervals. Now... I will go out on a sturdy, short limb and say forget about the moderate to high-intensity recovery. I know this has been talked about probably on some other tipcasts and in articles where you're doing more high-intensity active recovery and how it's shown to be more effective. Uh, the research is pretty clear there. Uh, if you're going to go higher intensity, then you got to lengthen your rest intervals anyways. But I always say that if you're starting out, Uh, or if you want to keep things simple just go super easy between your intervals stick with equal amounts of recovery for most intervals unless you're aiming to improve that max speed or power which is where you'll go much longer number four how many intervals you do and even how many sets depends on many many factors but it must match what you hope to achieve so just putting more and more intervals in there is not necessarily better number five Focus on the quality of the session first, well before you start adding other aspects like adding in doing intervals in the heat or going low carb during your interval sessions. Yes, those can be programmed appropriately and they're part of those 12 puzzle pieces, but I find that most people aren't getting the most quality out of their, their interval sessions to begin with to make those worthwhile. Again, I know that's pretty brief, but this book is very meaty, and it's well worth the 60 dollars that you'll pay for it. Um, and in fact, uh, I like it so much, it will eventually be a required textbook in one of the courses I'm designing for my new program. So uh, I love it. It's got lots of examples in there. He's got 22 different sports at the end of it and they give you very specific examples including a number of endurance sports like triathlon swimming running and road cycling so you want to check that out well that's it for tip cast number 142 folks again thanks for tuning in and if you have any questions you can email me at go one more mile at gmail.com that's go one more mile at gmail.com you can also head on over to the website you can donate you should donate because again we are trying to develop the podcast we need that support from you head on over to www.go1mm.com that's go1mm.com you can donate there and you can check out some old articles and hopefully by the end of the summer we're going to be getting at least the website updated but as always folks remember always go I I could could